Okay, good morning, everyone. I want to thank Elliot Oswang, as always, for sponsoring the series this year in memory of his beloved mother, Mariam Oswang Eisenberg, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We continue Mesilas Sisharim, our 10 minutes of meaning. Help yourself to a donut and coffee. We are still in the opening chapter of Mesilas Sisharim. The Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzata was trying to recalibrate, realign our priorities, our perspective, our attitude towards life. Life is not about what we can take from it. Life is about what we can give. We are not the center of the universe. We're here to serve the universe. Our purpose, our essence, as the Ramchal said previously, life is not about the pleasure, the enjoyment. If you look at this world and you see how fleeting every pleasure is, how temporary and temporal every moment of joy is, if you notice the suffering, the challenge, the hardship, this can't be all there is. So why are we here? What's our mission? What's our mandate? To serve Hashem, to repair His world, to spread His message, to teach His values, and to withstand whatever challenge comes our way. To understand that whatever it is that we're confronting, whatever in that day we're asked to overcome, whatever wall we're challenged to climb over, run around, or even run right through, it's there for us. It's there to help us discover a peace in ourselves that otherwise we would never know to unlock the strength that's latent within us that would just sit there, that would sit there dormant if we don't awaken him. And the pleasures of this world in which there's nothing wrong with indulging in, have a fine wine, a single malt, good Cuban cigar, a delicious steak. The donuts are bad for you. You notice I bring them, but I never eat them. So, uh, but enjoy the fine delicacies of this world but do it, enjoy it, so that it strengthens you, it empowers you, it positions you to get back to the mission, to get back to the mandate. Says the Ramchal, the purpose is to get nachas ruach. So let's say last night you enjoyed a couple minutes of the Yankees defeating the Red Sox and taking over first place. Let's say, I don't know, just as an example. So why did you enjoy a couple minutes? It's Bittel's man, it's Bittel Torah. Are you so lowly? Are you so pathetic that you get nachas from that? I'm speaking about other people. So the Ramchal says, no, it gives you nachas ruach and yishuv das. If you have a stressful day, you have enormous obligations and responsibilities. And for two minutes, you saw the recap of a game. It gave you a little geschmack, uh, first place, 16 out of 17, whatever the case may be. So you got some nachas ruach, you got yishuv das. It cleared your head, it made some space, it calmed your nerves, it took the edge off, it gave you, it rejuvenated you. So your life can't be every now and then you read an article about that sports fanatic who hasn't missed a Ranger game in 37 years, whose whole home is decorated with rain, who wants to be buried in a Ranger coffin, in a Ranger jersey. In a, you read these stories and you say, like, the Rangers don't care as much about the Rangers as you care about the Rangers. They don't care. They'll be traded to another team tomorrow, they'll retire, they'll move on. Right? So everything, every pleasure in life, from sports to food to everything, it's there for Nachas Ruach and Yishav Das to create the space for us to get back to why we're here. And why are we here? It's the opening of the second parsha we're going to read. Bechukosai Telechu, Shetu Amelim Batora. Adam La'amal Yulad. Why are we here? To work. We're here to toil. We're here to make a difference. We're here to matter. We're here to impact the world. 
We're not here to sit back passively, complacently, apathetically. We're not here to be spectators to Hashem's world. We're here to be players on His stage, to make a difference, to shape and mold that world, to leave our unique individual imprint on it. And that takes work. Adam la'amal yulad. As opposed to Christianity and Judaism, work, it's not a concession. Work is not a necessary evil. Work is why we're here. Six years you work, and the seventh you get a Shemitah. Six days, we read last week, you work, the seventh you get a Shabbos. Why does it say six days to work or six years to work? What if I want to have sabbatical every year for seven years? What if I want to experience Shabbos Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday too? Is that virtuous to have Shabbos every day of the week? Because I'll say the opposite. Six days work. The Kivshua conquered the world. Adam la'amal yulad. Amelus is why we are here. As the Pasuk in Mishle, it says, Lev Sameach yitiv panim. And the Gra teaches, the Gra explains, Lev Sameach is Mishalibo Sameach ba'amalo yitiv panim shalo. No pain, no gain. The harder you work, the more meaning and fulfillment you find. When something is handed to you, you think you prefer that, you don't nearly appreciate it as much. The greatest satisfaction, the greatest fulfillment, the greatest joy, the greatest meaning is when something takes work. You wanted to stay in bed this morning, but you got out of bed to be at shul in time or early. You wanted to leave early at work, but you stayed another hour because you're ambitious and you have goals you want to meet. You wanted to leave your family to attend that event, but you prioritized and understood that you have to practice essentialism. You made time for your... To go the extra mile, to put in the extra effort, to not only climb over the wall or run around it, but to be willing to run through it, to realize that we have a mission and a mandate and whoever we're being tested with, it's only to help us discover the part of ourselves, the strength that's within us to unlock that capacity that we never knew was there. So whatever pleasure we're indulging, and notice the Ramchal doesn't say you can't enjoy pleasure. Elsewhere the Ramchal writes that the purpose of life is lehisaneg al Hashem. Hisaneg oneg is pleasure. It's to get high on God. But you don't get high on God even when the Yanks take first place. You don't get high on God from the steak and fries. You don't get high on God from these pleasures that are fleeting. The greatest high is making a difference, is matter, is making a life that matters. The greatest high is being part of a mission, is serving Hashem. The greatest high is overcoming the tests and obstacles and discovering within yourself. So there's nothing wrong with engaging all of those pleasures, but doing so because it frees us up to get back to what really matters and what really counts, which is, That's our goal. That's it. That's why we are here, to serve Him with a capital H. Who are we? Why are we uniquely positioned? That we have to discover. But that's why we're here. With every action, small or big, with every choice we make, should I say this? Should I go there? Should I spend money on this? Should I buy that? Should I listen to this? Should I look at that? Every decision is, how can I best serve Him? How can I best fulfill my mission? I'm an ambassador of the Ribbona Shalom. The world is His embassy. I'm here to leave an impression, a positive impression on the whole world. How can I take down the barriers between me and Him? And how can I represent Him best? When it comes to my interaction with the physical world, every food I'm about to eat, every pleasure I'm about to enjoy, every choice I have to make, every dollar I'm going to spend, I do so 
with the feeling Hashem is standing right next to me. He's invested this money with me. How does he want me to spend it? Transparency. How does he want me to use it? To take down the barriers, to overcome the material pleasures, and to be like iron drawn to a magnet. Iron drawn to a magnet. I feel Hashem. He's always with me. I'm never alone. He's guiding me. He's supporting me. He's holding me up. He believes in me. If I'm here today, if I woke up this morning, He believes in me. He believes in my ability to fulfill my mission. Not to live a self-centered world. What can I take from the world today? But to wake up today on Wednesday and say, what will I give the world? How will I leave my family, my friends, my coworkers, my community different today by the time I go to sleep than the way I woke up? Anything that is believed to promote this closeness, you got to chase, you got to run after, you got to pursue with a vengeance. And whatever's going to distract you, whatever's going to take you away, don't point fingers, don't blame others, don't make excuses. Avoid the potholes. Get away. Run away from it. There are friends who bring you down. There are gatherings that bring you down. There are temptations that bring you down. There are activities that bring you down. There are thoughts that bring you down. Identify that which brings you down, the obstacles, the pitfalls, and avoid them. What you call in the world of golf, course management. You can't just stand on the tee and grip it and rip it. You guys, well, how far out is the sand? And is the water running on the left side? And what's the yardage I want to leave myself coming into the hole? And now I take out the club, and now I give thought to where I want to hit. You know, being successful at golf is not just grip it and rip it. It's not just knowing where you want to go. It's knowing what you want to avoid. It's knowing how to, how to avoid. Because the grip it and rip it people who stand on the tee, their ball ends up, they might hit it 300 yards, but there was water running right along the fairway. They didn't bother to check. So they're now in the water. You can hit it right down the middle of the fairway 300 yards and be in the water. And the same is true in life. If you're not mindful and keenly aware what, what are the obstacles? What are the sand traps in life? What's going to knock me off course? When you realize it's your mission and you realize it's why you're here, that it's not only seeing the goal and pursuing it, it's also looking at the journey and anticipating What's going to be an obstacle to my achieving that goal? What will knock me off course? What do I have to avoid at all costs? Because I'm so fervently, passionately dedicated to this goal, I won't allow anything to take me off course. I'm learning the dafyomi every day. I'm making it to the CMHS. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm exercising. I'm meeting this lifestyle diet choice that I want to lose this weight. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm determined in business to be able to achieve certain goals in certain time periods. I want to be there for my children in more ways than I have been. And I know what sets me off course. When I don't get enough sleep, I don't have enough discipline to eat right. So you know what? Whatever it is, it's not just about setting the goal. Equally, it's about recognizing what knocks us off course and eliminating uh, that from us. Adam la'amal yulad. Shatiyan batora. We're here to work. And that's not an evil. It's not a concession. It's why we're here. And if we lean into that work, to the amelus, you get a geshmak, lafum tzara agra. The more you put in, the more you get out. The harder you work and the more you gave up, the greater the joy in whatever it is we achieve. Have a great day.